0: This is the Bare Naked Soul podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all, as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are, too. Hello, welcome to Buried in Soul. I'm Leah, and I'm super glad that you're here. We are going to dive into intuition today, and this is one of my favorite things to talk about right now, to work on with my clients. I'm just so excited about it. Because it's just one of those things that like we all have access to. It's like we all have access to this infinite wisdom. I believe that intuition, um, which if you aren't familiar, it's those hunches, it's those um, ideas we have that that end up working out, the premonitions that end up coming true, the gut feelings that end up being accurate, right? It's like those things. We all have that. And I believe that's our connection to the divine. Um, that's where I believe it comes from and we all have it. And yet I feel like the average person walking around, um, has no idea like what it is. Like they know what it is, but they don't know how to separate intuitive feelings from just all the random feelings and thoughts they have all day long. Right. And we tend to have like so many different thoughts going on in our heads, so many different voices and different opinions. From ourselves, from society, from our parents, all the things, it can be really, really tricky to to have any type of a grasp on what feelings are our intuition and which ones aren't. So I'm super excited to talk about this today. It's a huge thing I'm working on with my clients right now. Um, I do have have to let you guys know I have one spot open for private mentoring. So I keep my spaces super, super limited for this. These are my clients that I work on one to one. We do private Zoom calls every single week. I give them personalized homework after the calls and There's so much that goes into it. It really depends what you're working on, but I basically help people live in alignment with their goals, with their values, with their intentions for life. So what that means is aligning your energy um, so that you can manifest what you want and aligning your actions and being held accountable and supported so you can continue to stay on those action plans, creating creating plans from your bigger goals and dreams and just really helping you stay on track with all of that. So yeah, I have a link in the show notes if you want to book a free call and chat with me further about that. And yeah, let's dive into the episode. So one of the reasons I'm doing this episode right now is because I just recently kind of announced this to you guys, um, those of you who follow me on Instagram, it's Leah Party, um, that I'm psychic and that I've developed or, or kind of stepped into psychic abilities or kind of both. I feel like I feel like I've been, I mean, this is like a whole, this is kind of like the whole story of where this came from. We'll kind of start there. So when I started my journey with all of this stuff, the first thing I did was meditation, meditation journaling. It's like kind of where I started once I learned about the law of attraction and mindfulness and mindset and all these things. So I started meditating, and pretty quickly, (laughs) not to scare anyone, because this is rare. Like, I have not heard about this happening to anyone else when they began meditation. So, and I've talked to millions of people, not millions, that's a major exaggeration, but I talk to a shit ton of people all the time who meditate or who have begun meditation, and this is a rare thing, so do not be scared off. But when I first started learning to meditate, I had some really weird late-night encounters (laughs) where I felt like spirits were trying to come through to talk to me, or I don't know. I remember this was like maybe two and a half years ago, but I remember experiencing, um, sleep paralysis. Okay. So sleep paralysis basically is like, you kind of wake up but your, your body is completely paralyzed, frozen. You can't move your body, but you're like awake and like your eyes are open. And in those moments, I felt like kind of, ugh, there's like this, I can't remember what it's called you guys, but I remember Googling it. Um, if you Google sleep paralysis, it'll come up. It's like supposedly this like dark figure is like standing over you, holding, pinning you down to your bed. That's kind of what I experienced again, don't be scared away from meditation. This is super rare. But that's what happened. And I was I almost stopped meditating. Of course, I was afraid to go to bed at night because um, it kind of happened a few times. And I i don't remember exactly what I did. But I I'm almost positive. I was like praying like, okay, God, like, uh, no, like, I'm not <laughs> like, please, like, make this stop, you know, and um it stopped and then it completely stopped it's never happened since but um the reason i kind of mentioned that is i feel like there obviously a lot of this is based in theory right when we're talking about being a psychic communicating with the other side Um, a lot of that's based in theory. It's not really something that everyone believes in or or knows to be true, but many people who are experienced with speaking to spirit guides or angels, um, they basically believe that when you kind of step into five dimensional, um, consciousness, when you elevate your consciousness through things like meditation and clearing your mind of bullshit and, um, you know, letting go of all the things that get in the way you kind of rise to the level where you can communicate easier with spirit guides and angels because they are in that realm is is often how it's described to me. So I think that's kind of something that happens. Um, yeah, so I always kind of felt like I, I kind of remember a few times over the past few years feeling like something was trying to communicate with me, but I was not open for it. I was like, I am not doing this, you know, um, and I definitely more so over the past summer, over the summer, I started noticing a lot of premonition type things happening where I would have thought of something occurring. And then it would like all the time. And they just became so wild that I was like, okay, this is there's something here. And the the time that made me really feel like there's something here the most was I was driving home um, on the highway by my house. And I was just around the corner from a mall the worst mall in the country like this mall is not a place where people go and hang out almost all the stores are closed down uh so there's like nothing there anymore I never go there and I have no reason to but I had a just kind of a thought of like oh I should stop at the Pittsburgh Mills mall right now I could go hang out there and like immediately I was like what the fuck like why would I do that you know and then um Sure enough, I literally turned the corner and there was the exit for the mall. And then in right in front of me was traffic. So all of the sudden traffic where there never is any. And so I pull up my phone real quick and like go to Google maps or whatever. And it says like 45 minutes for me to get home, which I live like 10 minutes away. So clearly there was an accident. And it was just so crazy. I was like, wow. So my, I had to go to the mall. I, the exit was right there. I was, it was that or sit in traffic for 45 minutes. So I went to the mall, but I was like, why did I, how did I know that beforehand? So I, of course, voice chatted my best friend and I was like, Hey, oh my gosh, you won't believe what just happened. And she was like in her office. And she's like, Leah, she's like, when I listened to that voice chat, My eyes floated up and randomly landed on a book that I've had in my office that for years that I've never read, never paid any attention to, never thought about, about developing psychic abilities. And she's like, I'm going to give you this book and holy shit. You know, um, yeah, it was just really crazy. And so I started diving into it. I started saying, okay, there's something here what's going on. And um, yeah, so I like, you know, I'm, I'm in a course right now about it. Like I'm reading books, I'm diving into it, practicing doing all the things. Now I do readings for people, which is so cool. Um, I absolutely love it. And yeah, it's really, it's really been interesting. Um, I noticed that one of my abilities is I actually feel in my body, what's going on in someone else's body when I'm doing a reading, when I'm tapped into their energy field. So like if they're having anxiety in their chest, I'm I'm often like, are you experiencing like like pressure in your chest right now? And they're like, yes. And then we obviously work on that. But um, yeah. Or like, are you experiencing like pain in your like lower left back? And they're like, yeah, it's just so wild. Um, So yeah, there's a lot to it that I'm still kind of unpacking and learning about and diving in deeper too, but I definitely feel like one of the things I want to do with all of this is I want to help other people. I want to help a lot of people tap into their intuition and tap into any potential psychic abilities, but especially just learning to trust themselves, learning to believe that they have this innate guidance within them, and that we can all use that to guide our life. Um, And things just feel way better and way easier when we do that. So yeah, um, I've been developing my intuition, like two, two and a half years or so that I've been intentionally trying to develop my intuition further and trying to listen to my intuition and going with that and all of that. And um, there's a lot that I just didn't realize. There's a lot that I'm that I've only recently learned about intuition that I wish I knew back then. And that's what I want to talk about today. So I strongly believe the first step, if you want to develop your intuition or learn like slash learn to listen to it, it's, it's already there. It's, it's about learning to listen to it. But I think the first step is quieting the mind. And I think that was, that was the first thing I did, which without knowing that it was going to help me with my intuition, but quieting my mind through meditation and then later breath work, um, helped so much. And I really think this is the first step because until we let go of the overthinking and the anxiety and all the things, kind of all the different like thoughts running through our mind all the time. I mean, how are we going to identify intuition when all of that is going on? Like I remember before I was. Before I was like a mindful person, my mind was just like a mess. Like it was jumbled. It felt like it was constantly going and going and going. I never had a quiet moment. Um, And I didn't feel like I had a lot of guidance from within because I had all these different like, not like different voices in my head, but like different ideas that contradicted each other and battled one another and all of that. So I really believe the first step to all of this is quieting the mind. And if you're someone who's like, Leah, I can't do meditation, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't sit still, then you really fucking need to do it. (laughs) You're just convincing me even further why you need to do it. Um... One thing I'm constantly hearing from my breath work um, students in the breath portal, which is my membership program for breath work and meditation. One thing that I'm always hearing from them is it makes meditation so much easier. So for people that aren't, haven't meditated yet, or are new at it, or it just feels like quieting the mind is so hard breath work is a powerful tool for that because um, I basically have two different kinds of videos that are in the breathwork portal. And some of those are, Kind of like an active breathing breathwork session where you're sitting up and you immediately go into a meditation and what what the breathwork does is it shuts off that default mode network which is the monkey mind the chatter 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 box it shuts that off so that you can go into a meditative state so much easier so when you're focusing on your breath which the breathwork forces you to because you're doing faster movements with the breath it's just so much easier than just sitting there and trying to just be be like quiet and still in your mind. And then the other kind of breath work videos I have in there are like deep healing breath work, which is like you're laying down, they're longer, it's like 45 minutes, and you're going through a deep healing breath work pattern that like alters your consciousness and releases stuck emotions, which is also really important for intuition because and like ever since I've been really doing a lot of breath work too, which has been since about you know, April or so, um, I've been, do- I do breath work, you know, maybe five days a week. I do the deep healing ones. I try to do them once a week, but I do them at least a few times a month. You basically are tapping into your energy field, like your, your energy body, where your, where your traumas and emotional, um, disturbances are stored. So when we have a trauma or a We face a failure or rejection, or someone doesn't love us, or like all the painful things we go through as humans, and we don't properly release those emotions like we suppress them, like we do in our society, those remain in our body as as stuck energies. And breath work essentially kind of rattles the cage, like it rattles those energies up, shakes them up so that they can come to the surface and be released that is how the type of breath work that's labeled deeply healing in the breath portal clears these emotional patterns that like it's like we have all these like almost like thorns in our body of these emotional like these um stuck energies and they're the things that have happened to us and people like we get triggered so easily because someone rubs up against it right we're clearing those things at such a deep level with breath work And that helps with intuition too, because it just allows you to have like a calm and clear mind when you don't have as much emotional disturbance and like such a wound up nervous system, you're, it's just so much easier to like tune into guidance. So I really think that's been a huge part of my journey too. Um, So yeah, the breath portal, by the way, has a seven day free trial. The link is in the show notes dive in there and give it a chance. Um, It's only $27 a month after that for the portal. And then there's new videos added every single month. You can cancel anytime. It's going to really, really help you on your journey to really start to shed some of those deep rooted um, emotional disturbances that are stored in the body, which by the way, also tend to manifest as health problems too. Okay. Okay. The other thing that is so fucking important, and I've, I've talked about this a lot. You've got, if you're like one of my clients, you're like, I hear this a lot. Like you have heard this on the podcast. You've heard this other places perhaps, and it's following desire. It's following desire over the shoulds. Let me give kind of an example of this. So desires, desires are that career path we really, really want to take. Desires are, you know, for me, travel is a huge desire for me. I love exploring the world, being in nature. It's a huge desire for me. Um, A desire for me is health, health and wellness. Um, I love going to yoga classes. I love that I go to yoga. I think I feel amazing, but I don't always want to go to yoga classes. Okay, like this morning, I went to yoga at 930 in the morning didn't want to go. Sometimes I really, really don't want to go (laughs) because it's just uncomfortable, right? So that is different. Okay. But my core desire is to go to yoga. My desire is to go to yoga always. Now, is there a discomfort sometimes on top of that desire that makes it feel like I don't want to go? Yes. And that's where I want to make it very clear that when I say follow desires, I mean, follow your heart's desire. Your heart's desires for me is like to be healthy and fit and like feel good. So I need to get my ass to yoga. A fleeting desire would be, let me skip yoga and go to McDonald's for breakfast instead. Right. That's a fleeting desire. It's not going to satisfy anything within me. So when I say desires, tuning into your heart and you know the difference. And then the should, we want to stop doing the things that we're doing because we feel like we should or we have to or we're not doing something because we feel like we shouldn't, the shoulds are like what society wants us to do, what our parents want us to do, what everyone who we're so worried about judging us wants us to do. Um, Or there's often just fear involved, right? If we're like, I really want to start going to yoga classes, but... Um, I shouldn't because X, Y, Z, it's a lot of times it's just excuses. It's out of the comfort zone. Maybe it's a lot of money, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I I should sign up for that, but I shouldn't spend money on that. It's like, really, though, like, what's your desire? What are your intentions? What are your values for life? This is how we start to live in alignment as we start to take action based on what we truly want and ignore the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. So this is something that I've talked about for a long time, learned about a long time ago, but I really deeply started following this to a T and it's changing everything. My business has blown up since I started only doing the things I desire and not doing the shoulds. Now, that doesn't mean I like lazy out of things. For example, a desire of mine is to have a consistent weekly episode of my podcast every Friday. Sometimes maybe I don't feel like doing that but what's my deep desire right um but i'm avoiding the shoulds a should would be like oh i should show up on instagram stories today well i don't have to that's that's a lie that i have to do that every day like right so just kind of identifying like you have to just be really honest with yourself here and and start to notice like what do i want to do and what are what are the shoulds or shouldn'ts involved that are stopping me I really feel like this is something where you start to tune into this and you all you have to do is be fucking honest with yourself, be willing to do the uncomfortable and take the actions when you don't feel like it. That's what you have to do. Um, yeah. And like I everything in my business, I now do intuitively everything. And it's it's what I'm teaching my clients to do that are running businesses. It's it's literally using your intuition to run your business means. Or for your career or anything else it's like you're tapping into divine guidance to to create what you want in your business it's, it's going to work better than just following a model because it worked for someone else or doing things because you feel like you should or you have to and actually i just created a super low cost way you can work with me in a group setting to build your business this is for like those first year entrepreneurs who are nervous to put themselves out there, um, have a lot of self-doubt, really want to build confidence in their pricing and, and their structure of their business. We're going to dive into so much in this. Um, I don't have a sales page or anything, but I do have some amazing women signed up. So all you have to do is go on Instagram. I'm at it's Leah Put Party. Shoot me a DM and say, hey, want some info on the entrepreneur group and I will send you info on it. Um, Okay, so I have a couple of homework things for you. And then I want to dive into one more part that's really important for this. Um, For your homework, I want you to create a list of your desires. I want you to list out your desires. What do you intend for this life? What do you want this life to look like, feel like, be like? And then I want you to look at each item and notice the shoulds or shouldn'ts that come up. What's getting in the way? And then ask yourself, like, where did those come from? A lot of times they're things we hear, we heard as a child that we like it became a belief. A lot of times they're things our friends group, our friend groups believe, or society, or what we're hearing in the news, or whatever the fuck, right? I want you to just get really honest with yourself here at, on this list and note, note your desires and then notice this shoulds or shouldn'ts. What's going on? What's derailing you from living the life you want to live? And then the last thing I want to talk about is another really important piece of the intuition game, and that is self trust. Because it's one thing to start to quiet your mind and follow desire and start to notice the intuition and say, okay, I have a hunch here, or it would really feel good to do this instead of this. Okay, so your intuition's coming in. Now we have to trust it. Now we have to start trusting ourselves enough to take the action. When most of the time, a should or a shouldn't is going to be in the way, fear is often going to be in the way, right? If we're like taking a leap of faith on something. So for an example, for me is like whenever I book a retreat center, it's like I'm typically paying up front like a couple thousand dollars and with no guarantee that people are going to sign up, right? So I'm just acting on a leap of faith, but it feels so good. I feel so excited about it so i do it right i take the action so even though even though it's scary even though it feels illogical or whatever so we have to develop self trust in order to take these actions and i really believe a big part of that comes from building discipline in ourselves following through on our word so where are you not doing the things that you tell yourself you want to do you know are you are you not You know, if if health is really important to you, is that reflected in your actions or are you not holding yourself accountable for those things? Because when we force ourselves, that's discipline, to show up for ourselves, for the things that we intend, and we prove to ourselves that we do follow through on things, that is a great way to build self-trust. So that can just be an extra piece of accountability for you to like get your ass to the gym, you know, drink your green smoothie, or just just avoid like, for me, like I had to give up um, Chinese food, like I was eating Chinese food sometimes, which is fine. But it made me feel like shit after and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm not going to do this anymore. And I'm going to stick to that because it's not something I intend. And if I become like lazy or something, and I just want Chinese, like, No, because I'm building trust in myself that I'm not going to go against my body and give it something that makes it feel like shit, (laughs) right? It's a great way to build self-trust. Okay. I think that is all for today. Let me know what questions you guys have. Feel free to reach out and DM me. I'm like, so into this topic right now. Um, and I just hope you have an absolutely beautiful week and I love you. And if you love this podcast, go ahead on iTunes, give me a five-star rating drop me a review. It means the world when you guys help me to grow this podcast and yeah, get the, um, get these messages out there. So, okay. I love you guys. I'll see you next week we